everybody! Hi friends! Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And filling in for me, I'm Dan Beecher. Oh, Dan, you're back! Hi, everybody! Welcome back! <laughs> Thank you! Where did, what? It's... I'm, I'm glad to be back stateside, as they say. Oh, yeah. International travel. Yeah. I was I was I, I was province times. side oh my uh, God. for the for the last week, but oh, goodness, I, thanks Gracious. thanks to Kate for filling in. Appreciate yeah, you. that was wonderful. Uh, I actually forgot to thank her on the show, so yeah, thank you, Kate. <laughs> I was like stopped recording and I was like, we, oh, Kate, I forgot to thank wh- you. Whether or not we remember to say it, we do appreciate when people are are willing to fill in. Yeah, that's nice. great. Yeah, it's a miracle. <laughs> it is a miracle. Anyone would want to. It's a miracle that anyone us. wants to listen to the show. It's a miracle alone. that we still do it. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> ten, ten plus years still going strong. All right, well, Dan. Yeah. I got a story. Well, right, I hope so. That's right, the whole thing. Right here in our neck of the woods. Yeah. There's this uh, fine, fine institution of higher learning called Brigham Young University. <laughs> It's a different neck. I would say it's the same woods, but a different neck <laughs> down there in, in Provo, Utah. Yeah, it's a short jaunt, though. What yeah, is it, yeah. about a half hour? Uh, hop in the car? Sure, 35, 40 35 minutes, something minutes, like that. Yeah. It's, it's an ugly 35, though. It's yeah, a, it's they, not things just get worse and worse the further you progress. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what what's happening to, down to the BYU? Oh, my God. Of course, BYU is the uh, Mormon University. Yeah, it is. It's not the only one. But no, it's one of them. No, but it is the flagship. Mm-hmm. It is. It is a fine, fine <laughs> institution, or so they like to believe. Oh yeah, they might be uh, in some hot water. Whoa, um, they are under federal investigation. Whoa, uh, for potential violations of Title IX requirements, which is the uh, anti-discrimination in higher education or. Maybe education, probably. I think yeah, it, it applies it's, specifically it's, to, um, it definitely applies to colleges right. and universities in this country. Way e- back- wait, it, it even applies, what you're saying is that it even applies to the religious private colleges in the country? Well, no. So back in the 70s, BYU actually like sued the government and was like instrumental in getting religious universities exempted from Title Nine, <laughs> I like, did not know that. I did not know it either until this article came up. They led the charge. Of course the they other, did. Because we, if it was the seventies, they were still like, "What? You, you're going to make us do black people? I don't know about that." No, that's absolutely right. Uh, and uh, of course, they didn't quite know that the the gay thing was was uh, coming down was the coming pike. along, uh, and more broadly, the LGBTQIA plus thing uh, thing. Yeah, of which. I'm a part, and I I was a student down at BYU. You were. And they have this thing called the honor code. Right. Which, and this is what's getting them in hot water. (laughs) Because, so so this is actually wild that they're being investigated. Yeah. Back up a little bit. Because this level of uh, federal scrutiny on a religious institution of higher, quote unquote, higher learning is both surprising and rare, according to the Salt Lake Tribune. It typically happens only in places where there are believed to be potential systemic and serious issues. Yeah, um, that's all the religious institutions of higher learning. You, oh, yeah. 
They're all problematic. Oral Roberts University, uh-huh. Liberty University. You're telling me that, like, the fact that we're picking out BYU among that crowd. Yeah. They done fucked up hard. Yeah. And I believe that Title IX is specifically about discrimination on the basis of sex. This is the one that right. has, yeah. like, where they're supposed to be. It applies a lot to, like, athletics. Sure. And making sure that there's good athletic programs for women right as well at these schools not just focused on men right that that works out great oh totally i mean <laughs> look at how have, look at how large the volleyball stadium is yeah right? exactly but what they're looking at in the what what triggered this obviously some complaints but what the university did that got the students complaining was do you remember back in the spring of 2020 BYU made a, a change to the honor code. Okay. I don't think, okay. I don't remember this. Okay. Did we even talk about it? I don't know. I don't know what the change is yet. It's wild. Um, so they removed a controversial section uh, from the rules that banned homosexual behavior. Oh. So a lot of students celebrated. Some openly uh, uh, oh, came I, out as queer. I remember that there was, a, yeah, that mm-hmm. they, they tried to make it sound like they were softening up a little yeah. bit. And because they they came out because school officials had told them that it was okay. But a few weeks later, they clarified <laughs> the same-sex partnerships would still be prohibited. Right. Uh, even if the ban was no longer expressly written. So now it's understood. Right, yeah. You guys. We, just because we removed it didn't mean that we're like changing Look, the rules we fixed it on paper okay <laughs> that's what we did well, doesn't we, it, kids if you're at byu and you're listening to us and we you know we you know you're you're surreptitiously hearing us if byu makes a change check with us before you act on it because uh we would have been able to tell you you don't come out yet yeah so anyway uh those who act against the instructions of the the university by holding hands or kissing they could continue to face discipline right and so what what the the investigation is looking at is how are they treating these students differently from the sort of opposite sex relationships and couples that are happening that are allowed to hold hands on campus interesting right and that's what it's really getting coming down to at this point and they, <laughs> I would love it. I would love them to have, I mean, in this country and at this time, it doesn't matter. Even, yeah. Like, of course there's, if it'll, something will go to the Supreme court and the Supreme court will be like, yeah, of course they can discriminate. Yeah. That's going to be a theme, a running theme throughout yeah. today's episode. Yeah. Uh, our Supreme court currently is just, it's, we're, we're not a good country anyway. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's crazy though, that BYU is being investigated. All right. Uh, I'm going to talk about, uh, the Anglican church. They're supposed to be the nice ones, right? The, the, at least, uh, they are nice by comparison to many of the other, they're they're just awesome. Yeah. Uh, so (laughs) what did they do? There's a group. Okay. So the, the Anglican church in North America, which is the, the, you know, they call it the ACN N-A-U... Anyway, I don't know. That's a... Yeah, that's There's, there's a mouthful there. Uh, yeah. the, the ACNA, but this is the Upper Midwest Diocese. Uh, they <laughs> they had 
a group that was overseeing, they decided to do actual investigation into sexual abuse allegations within, All right. their, within their diocese. Okay, good for them. <clears throat> you kind of have to these days. It's all the rage. Everybody's doing it. Um, it's like, you know, it's like one of these hip hop trends or, or mm. I meant TikTok trends, but I said hip hop. So mm, that works. They're all the same. Yeah, we... <laughs> we'll just, we'll just, we're just going to run with whatever happens. Mm. Anything that tumbles out of my mouth, we're running with it. Mm. Anyway, three members of this group that's overseeing this investigation have now very publicly resigned mm. from the group. Okay. This is not a good sign. Yeah. Now... The reason that they resigned, I'm actually deeply impressed by. Okay. Uh, there was apparently, there were apparently three people on this, you know, committee who had integrity and wanted this investigation to be victim focused mm. rather than saving face for the church focused, which that's a, a miraculous thing to be. Hmm. In this kind of a thing. It's never happened before. I've never heard of it. But they, uh, but of course, they were forced to resign because uh, nothing in this investigation has ended up being that. Uh, there are uh, victim groups that have been uh, lobbying for this and been trying to, yeah. trying to help out. And they, uh, you know, they have been consulted with but it's things like, so the, the group at one point, the diocese at one point was going to hire a third party investigating team. Mm -hmm. uh, and they presented two teams uh, to the victims to say, hey, which one of these do you like better? And they were like, um, probably neither. Uh, they, they're, they're not great. But it was, a, it was you know, that, that two choice dilemma that you do for a toddler. Mm. Uh Anyway, uh, none of this ended up, it's, it's looking like none of it's ending up being survivor centric as opposed to, uh, yeah. Uh, centered on helping the church. Right. Well, that's, what's really important here. That's the real victim the re that's right. in this whole thing. Dan. It's true. It's true. It's um, clearly the church must be protected. All I, of these, all of these complaints coming forward. I am just impressed that there are people who are actually involved in this who a want it to be survivor centric mm -hmm. and b are willing to are have the integrity to take a strong stand for that yeah well, i don't know yeah. i was just impressed by that i thought that that would be great i thought that that was great fortunately for the church they were uh they're out now so the church can just do whatever the fuck they wanted to yeah well, and, and, and hopefully give these, uh, you know, the priests and clergy and whatnot, some better advice. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, because, because, because they, like, they were in, they, they were getting, clearly... <laughs> they were getting perilously close to being, uh, like actual to actually like following through on <laughs> the mandate that's printed in their book there. No, you Dan, don't want to do that. You. How dare you? Okay, Dan. Yeah. Um, the Supreme court. We, I've we heard mentioned of it. it. We've mentioned it already. Yeah. Neil Gorsuch. He's a peach. Yeah. He's a, he, he's one of them Trump appointees that yeah. everyone was so proud of. Ooh, boy. Um, apparently he's none too happy about the fact that the Supreme court 
actually did not take up a case and he wrote a dissent um, about the court's refusal to hear this case, uh, which has to do with a, a city in Virginia, the city, uh, the city of Fred, uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, sure. that sort of questioned a church's tax exempt uh, claims that okay. they were making. Apparently in Virginia, uh, a church can buy a house and have it be the pastor's, the pastor's house. house. Sure. Uh, the law specifically uh, says the, the minister's house. Okay. And um, in, in the tradition of uh, churches do this. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, the church provides it's, a rectory. Yeah. Right. Uh, for rectory, the, damn near kildery. I no, never mind. <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works. Uh, but anyway, but this church already had a house for oh. its minister. Oh, they were buying another property for um, a couple of youth ministers. Ah, and the city's reading of the the law in Virginia was that you get to buy a, a house for the minister. Sure. Not every minister that you decide needs just, some uh, just tax exempt property. Declare everyone in the congregation a minister and uh, you, Absolutely. No, nobody pays property taxes again. Well, that's probably what somebody should do in response to uh, this attitude from, from Gorsuch. He came out swinging. Uh, he says the first amendment does not permit bureaucrats or judges to subject religious views to verification. <laughs> he wrote, he said the framers of our constitution were acutely aware how governments in Europe had sought to control and manipulate religious practices and churches. They resolved that America would be different. Yeah. So apparently though, um, because they didn't pick this up, the states, the the decision stands, stands okay. and, and all of that. But um, it, this doesn't bode well. This is obviously a sentiment that well, is on our Supreme Court that churches just get to do whatever the fuck churches want to do. Well, you know, he says that, except that uh, I got to say, if just a few miles north uh, of of that place in Virginia, if if the little religion that could up in Salem, Massachusetts decides that they, as the satanic temple mm -hmm. want to pull the same kinds of shenanigans. Yeah. Gorsuch will have plenty to say about that. Yeah. Oh, totally. Well, Gorsuch I, will, will, would never, would never dream of ranting and raving about how the courts don't have the right to say anything about what the Satanists do or what, yeah. or even what Islam does. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's it's such it's such bald faced Christian supremacy. Oh, totally. That it's absurd. Well, it, and 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 your suggestion that somebody needs to just like declare all their members ministers, absolutely. Yeah, like that's the test here, right? Right. And like, why is any Satanist paying taxes? Uh, you know, on anything. <laughs> right. In the state of Virginia. In the state, or in the... And I'm or, sure there are many or, other states Yeah, that any state similar, that has a similar yeah. law, like... Yeah. like most do. It, yeah, it would be absurd. Mm. Get on it, uh, uh, Lucian, Mr. Greaves. Anyway, in the meantime, I'm going to talk about a, a case that our Supreme Court decided they will take up. Oh, dear God. 
Uh, this is not going to go our way, ladies and germs. There is a high school coach named Joe Kennedy. <sighs> Bremerton High. So apparently the story is, after every game, he used to just kneel and pray out on the field. Ugh. Just himself. That's so obnoxious. It's obnoxious, but I'm not calling a constitutional violation just yet. Right. He's, yes, he's being a look at me how holy I am. Right. He's doing exactly yeah. the thing that the Bible says not to do. Exactly. Don't, don't pray out in public for everyone to see. Right. Do it in private. But right. fine. He's doing his thing. And then a couple of the players would start to join him. And then it just became this thing. And then, of course, it becomes this thing that's like cultural to the team where you got to go out and do the Uh, prayer. And it became uh, a a thing. And well, the the school and the district said, hey, feel free to pray after the game. Not on the field. Not with the students. Just fucking do it at your house, dude. Yeah. Whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? And he uh, he refused and continued to do it, for which he was appropriately fired. Okay. And, of course, he sued. Uh, this is going to the... Uh, he must not have won enough for them to actually right? fire a, a coach. Yeah. If he was the winningest coach around... Yeah. They'd just be like... <laughs> Can can you just pretend like you're swapping recipes or something? We're just just don't say Jesus at the end. I don't know. Do something. Yeah, it's it's been making its way up the ranks. Any reasonable Supreme Court would would not need to take this up. No, this is an easy case. It's been decided many times before. There are precedents left and right for why this is not okay. Uh, but. Uh, as you pointed out, we've got people on this court who don't even believe in a se- separation of church and state in this way. It's only to affect the government and never to affect the churchy mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, I don't look for this to be a good a good thing. All right, Dan. Yeah. Uh, why did I pick this story? No, it's just another one of these. Um, someone in Pakistan says something, and now they're being put to death because of blasphemy. Oh, you got to love a good blasphemy uh, case. Yeah. So there's a, a Muslim woman. She posted something on WhatsApp. She sent a message. You don't really post things on WhatsApp. She sent a message yes. on WhatsApp. And the person who she sent it to, she's now saying was sort of into her and she wasn't into him. Mm. And now he's, he turned her in. <laughs> right. Right. Because, if, uh, because she committed the sin of not being into him when he right. had a crush. No, no, no. It was for sending caricatures of uh, the prophet Muhammad and one of his wives. Oh shit. And uh, it is apparently according to the judge, uh, the blasphemous material, which was shared by the female accused on her status and the messages as well as characters, which were sent to the complainant are totally unbearable and not tolerable for a Muslim. Yeah. And so, yeah, she has been sentenced to death <laughs> by course. hanging. Uh, she's 26 years old. Good Lord. And uh, now, apparently, she'll probably sit in prison for a really long time. 
but since 1990, at least 80 people have been killed in connection with blasphemy allegations. But typically, it's by the hands of mobs. Right. Yeah. Usually, that's what you yeah. get. Um, but, but she's actually been sentenced. She's in, the state's she's going been, to do this, their job on this one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, she has a right of repeal, of uh, appeal. It's just it's, how sensitive can one little god be? Uh, that, I, that I think we know his, the answer. That <laughs> not even his his little prophet Muhammad. Yeah. You can't make fun of him. You, you can't, can't even, even draw a picture of right. him. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a. I mean, it's she must little, have known it. How? Yeah. What? What baffles me is how did she not see that coming? Like, if you live in, they'd probably exchange jokes. They'd probably she probably knew that he was like minded. Like, if you're in a country like the United States, even though we are a basically a theocracy at this point, we know that we are safe to make fun of Jesus if we want to. Mm-hmm. We know that nothing bad's going to happen. They know that it is not safe. Yeah. Like literally not safe for your body. Yeah. To make a joke about Islam, about Muhammad, about any, you know, anything re- yeah. involving that in Pakistan. Yeah. I don't understand how, how but yeah, there she goes. Okay. It's a costly mistake. Pet for uh, against a petty, petty God. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go next door uh, to India. Mm-hmm. Where uh, apparently there was a, a, a festival, the mm. animal festival, Kanuma. Oh, delightful. Also known as another uh, couple words that I'm not going to att- attempt. Okay. Um, but it's a you know they it's a it's a religious festival. Wonderful. And you know one of the things that they like to do is a sacrifice. Of one of the animals? It's yes. an animal festival. Yeah. You can't, like... <laughs> Hooray like, for you guys! At yeah. the end of a renaissance fair. <laughs> Who we're gonna kill? Um, Is it the princess? I mean, they, they do have, like, jousting and stuff. Theoretically, yeah, nobody that, dies. Yeah, but, well, no, they should. Not, not, not as part of the plan. Right. If they did it right, <laughs> it would end in a... Anyway. Well, speaking of not doing it right, this is the tale of a botched sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would not have believed that you could botch a sacrifice this badly. Oh, no. Uh, but no. apparently you can. The priest who was meant to do the to cut the throat of the goat was drunk, apparently. Oh, it's a festival after all. This sound, do we need to, like, warn people? Yeah, yeah, you know here? what? We're going to trigger. You're about to trigger me. So. Yeah. Uh, there is a man holding the goat. I don't know how, but apparently the man's throat got cut and not the goat's. <laughs> I have no idea how this happens. That seems like an impossible m- mix-up to me. But boy, you got to be careful how you hold that goat. You're not supposed to be hugging it. Yeah, don't, you know, don't, like for a selfie. Don't right? put yourself... Don't put your own throat next to. He's like, he's like taking a selfie with him and the goat. And the guy's just like. We should be a little careful because the guy did die. It literally oh, killed him. It God. was. Uh, he was rushed to a nearby hospital uh, to no avail. Oh, God. But uh, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. There. I mean, <laughs> look. There's a million reasons why sacrificing an animal uh, is not a good way to honor a deity or to celebrate a thing or to celebrate animals. Let's kill one. Just, uh, yeah, certainly a. It feels like a bad look for an animal festival, but maybe don't be drunk if you're the what guy wielding the knife. That, yeah, that's a good rule. Uh, that's a that's a thing. Is it bad that I would have <laughs> felt worse if the goat had somehow been I like? I know that's you're you're I mean, one of those people. <laughs> Is what you are. <laughs> well, the guy was not like an the guy innocent. was not innocent in this. That's yeah. right. right. He was participating in a you know a reasonably uh, not great yeah uh, ritual. And oh. the goat is just a goat. Yeah, just living his life, just chilling. You know, he didn't know what was happening. He was he was out mowing the lawn. Boy, he had then, a story uh, to tell though later. <laughs> You cannot believe one what does happened. wonder if like they I circled thought... back to it and were like, well, should we, should we kill the goat now? That goat it feels, needs... it feels ruined. It, the whole ritual feels ruined, but that goat needs to be celebrated. <laughs> that goat point. needs to be worshiped. That goat is a God now. Yeah. That goat did a pulled some kind of switcheroo. Yeah. That's an avatar of Shiva or whatever it is. <laughs> that is a, Oh, how awful. Though. Yeah. How does that, you're right. How, how the <laughs> fuck does that happen? Yeah. That's something where, yeah, if it were in a weird, wacky comedy, you'd be like, no. That would be a really. That's a dark comedy. <laughs> it's a dark. You're right. I went. I don't know how you make that one work, but maybe. I don't know. Call Will Ferrell. See if he can pull it off. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. On that happy note, <laughs> friends. Uh, if you would like to complain about how we've handled this, Ugh. you may do so. You can write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. Scream at us. Yeah. Yell away. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah. Stick around. There is more show coming right up. Well, Frank, uh, I don't. Do you remember Pastor Tony Spell, who got in a big heap of trouble at the beginning of the pandemic because he he, he was there in uh, Louisiana and he didn't want mm. he he was going to have church no matter what, and he oh, got into yeah. a bunch of trouble. And he just recently lost an appeal, so oh, he's just well, he might try to take it to the Supreme Court, and who knows what would happen then. Anyway, mm -hmm. he's still preaching. Oh, good, good for him. And he has he knows what's up. Okay. This guy knows what's up. Uh, he doesn't oh. know how to clear his voice, so I apologize for that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he, he's going to talk to us about Pete Buttigieg now. He's not going to mention his name, but mm, okay. But okay. he's got some good stuff to say okay. about him. There ought to be anger that rises up in us whenever the Secretary of Transportation, who is the forerunner to be the President of the United States in 2024 for the Democratic Party came off of a two-month maternal leave. It was not a woman, but it was a man that is married to a man. There ought to be anger inside of everybody here today that says something's wrong with our world. Something is wrong with people that can stand idly by and accept this as normal 
and his status quo. There ought, there ought to be anger, Frank. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 surprising how there's no anger. Uh, yeah, the, Where, the, there's clearly nobody's upset. Why isn't about... anybody mad about this? A man, yeah, actually took time to care for a child. It is disgusting. How dare this happen? Who can stand idly by? I'm sick at the thought. I am <laughs> sick at the thought. <laughs> Just the worst. Oh my god. If if Buttigieg ever became president, the minds that the, would explode, they, they would just they wouldn't even know what to do with themselves. It well, would be so ugly. It I would mean, be so ugly. I mean, I guess we got through the Obama years. Yeah. And those were ugly. I just I I you know what? I want us now I want to see it. I mean, Buttigieg is a smart guy. I yeah. I wouldn't object to him being president. Yeah. He wouldn't be my first choice, but that's fine. I, now I want to see it just to watch their heads all explode. Absolutely. Just for that. I mean, you know. I'll take it. If that's, if that's what gets you on board, Com, Com, Pete. Kamala would also explode their heads, but in a different way. But yeah. I, but I, you know, the gay thing, their heads are already partially exploded on the Kamala Harris. Yeah. Yeah, thing. that's probably true. And they don't really, they don't object to, I mean, they would object to that female president, but if they had, you know, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they definitely object to a woman president, but they know that they're not supposed to. So they're, so there's a little, there's a little fight in there. Yeah. A little internal battle. <laughs> there's no internal battle over a gay president. They would no. just explode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we had, we had some folks write into us. Uh, so we'll get to that. Um, y'all, you and Kate last week talked about ASMR. Oh, delightful. Uh, stuff. As, it, as it pertains to mm. the Bible specifically. Don't, don't do, he's, he's tapping his glass. Don't. <laughs> Don't do that. How about my beard rubbing against no, the microphone? No, no, don't. You, you, oh, my God. <laughs> we lost like 12% of our listeners just then. Uh, anyway, Audrey wrote in to us uh, to say, How's it going, lads? Last week when y'all mentioned that the Bi that Bible ASMRs are becoming popular, my first thought was, what if someone does one of the bad verses? Oh my. And soon after decided that I would be that somebody. <laughs> I recorded my a few of my favorite passages for your entertainment. Uh she did send them to us. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not going to play them on the air. Uh, oh, okay. She said, even if this doesn't make it uh on the podcast, hope you all get a kick out of it. I did get a kick out of it. Yeah. Uh, but uh we won't play it, and I'll tell you the reason why in the form of the email that we got from Dan. Oh. Okay. Who says uh, I would like to thank Kate for agreeing with me on this week's episode that ASMR makes you want to murder people. <laughs> it's like the proverbial nails on a chalkboard for me. The second yeah. someone starts trying it, I immediately want to scream or grab my ears. My nerves feel like they're being set on fire and I cannot keep listening and turn it <laughs> oh, off immediately. No. Oh, sorry. We were doing some some fake smacky sounds yeah. last week. So yeah. sorry about that. Just... uh. Uh, Dan goes on, just wanted to let you know that you are not the only one who has a very violent reaction to ASMR. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, but but I do think, Audrey, that you should do more of these and publish them. Absolutely. Get get, get, get a, a YouTube channel get or something going. Yeah. And just do all of the worst things. She did, You know, she did the, the things about slavery. You can do them all, you know. Yeah. 
Just just pl- just spin just have, the hits. Just have a bad ASMR channel, period. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's great. All right. Uh and then we also heard from Shane, who uh who I you know, I wanted to, I wanted to read this one, especially just because those of you who have not yet decided to become a patron oh, of our show yeah. should hear this from Shane, okay. who said, Hello from frozen Calgary, Frank and Dan. Mm. Oh, life up in the Great White North. I'll tell you what, that that plane's cold. That Canadian plane's cold. That's a that's a different brand of cold than what you ever experienced in yeah. your life. That's, yeah, yeah. That cuts through you like a knife. <laughs> anyway, uh, Shane says, I just finally resubscribed after getting back on my feet following a long furlough. I work in the airline industry. Hmm. I'm glad I did because I actually love the Frank and Dan diaries. Oh. The casual and fun look into your lives really brightens my day. Oh, nice. So, uh... The Frank and Dan Diaries, for those of you not in the know, <laughs> is something that is available to our our patrons over on Patreon. Yeah. We publish it every week. It's mm-hmm. a secret little feed. Mm-hmm. It's a fun little show we put on. <laughs> uh, we do zero prep work for it. Usually. Sometimes there's an there's an ounce of prep. There's an ounce. Maybe there's a, like, a, you know... But it is really free form. It's it's yeah. It's it's uh it's it's something. Complete. But it, but we have a lot of fun yeah. and uh, yeah, it's good and stuff. that's something that 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 you too can experience if if like some of the people that we are about to name, mm-hmm. you decide to uh, to give us a little a little wad of cash. And I'll go first by thanking Ines. I'm gonna guess that that's how we pronounce it. Thank you, Ines. You now have you're a deacon now in the TGIA Fantastic. priesthood. Wonderful. Uh, thank you so much. And over on Patreon, Dan, it's actually quite the list. Oh, good. So I'm going to power through. Yeah. And uh, it's this is in no particular order. Actually, it's in chronological order of when they they happen. Okay. Reverse. <laughs> anyway. uh, so, it is in a particular order, but you don't need to know. <laughs> you don't need to know what it is. Uh, we have a new priest by the name of Caitlin. Caitlin. Nice. A new uh, deacon uh, named Tiny Rick. Oh, Tiny Rick! Another new deacon by the name of Nathan. Well done. Uh, we have a new teacher by the name of Sebastian. Thank you. A new, another new deacon by the name of Brian. Can I call Sebastian Little Sebastian after the horse in <laughs> yes, Parks please. and Rec? Okay. Uh, Thanks, Brian. I'm speaking for Sebastian. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a new deacon by the name of Chris. Okay. A new teacher by the name of Sarah. Good. A new patriarch by the name of Cindy. A patriarch! Damn, Cindy! (laughs) Damn, you got powers, son. Uh, A new elder by the name of Fallon. Okay. And a new deacon by the name of Christy. Oh. Oh, and one more. A new teacher by the name of Glenn. Wow. That was a list. That's good, you guys. This That's this wonderful. is the kind of list we need to be reading every week. <laughs> uh, the rest of you might be slacking. For the for all of you people, these people literally just got magic powers, unbelievable, uh, from us, which we like to give away. It's a priesthood thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are we are former recipients of Mormon priesthood, oh, so yeah. we have the ability to give it out. Uh, and we're just doing yeah. it willy nilly. You yeah. buy it. We, you pay for we, it. We, we we bestow it. Yeah, you're uh, you're ordained, y'all. <laughs> so uh, if you would like to join their ranks, you ought to. Just go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support us tab, 
And uh, and you're there. It uh, you get the you get the Frankenstein diary. You get your magic powers. What more could you want? Well, you could you could maybe want to be the top donor. Ooh, Ooh. we always thank every week our Lord and Savior, Demonium. Stick around. There's more show coming up. So, Frank, uh, yes, Dan. Here's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, the, one of the stories that I was going to do at the beginning of the show, but I thought would, led to a more interesting conversation mm. for here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a story out of California. The Ca- California Department of Education had a, a curriculum, I think it's for high school, about ethnic studies. Okay. This is a an elective course. It is not required of anyone, but uh, oh, okay. but you can take an ethnic studies course and in that curriculum were two different what this article is calling affirmations okay one from the uh, sort of um ancient mayan slash aztec tradition okay. uh, and one from a uh, yoruba religion uh originating out of west africa okay called ifa I'm guessing that's how you say it. I don't know how to say it. Anyway, so, so these are like religious sayings, religious. Yeah, I mean, they're quotes, just, yeah, kind of. Uh, you know, one of them just means the power to make things happen. Okay, that's Ash from the Yoruba religion. Okay. Uh, and then the other one is is sort of a, is the Mayan saying that just means uh, something about you, it, it, something along the lines of. You are my other me, hmm. which I guess, which is okay. kind of nice. It's yeah. just sort of, you know, we're, we're, we're all interconnected or whatever. Right. Okay. Uh, not particularly religious, either of these things, but, but coming from the religious of religion of religious origin. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. uh, and I don't know, I don't have a sense of like how the students are meant to interact with these okay. ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that remains unclear to me. However, the California Department of Education was sued Uh-oh. By, uh, by a group inclu- that included uh, the Thomas More Society. Mm. Um, the Thomas More Society is kind of like the bizarro world upside down uh, Freedom From Religion Foundation. They're... <laughs> they're bad guys, is, is, is what I would get at. The, uh... They promote sort of... Well, they would say they promote Christian values, but because this is the United States, Christian values means white Christian supremacy. Right. Uh, They are very, very much against things like critical race theory, which is not taught in any high schools, secondary or primary schools. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they're very much against it anyway. And, uh, and, you know, they're out there filing their lawsuits and whatever. Right. The thing that I wanted to get to, or that I thought maybe you and I could have a discussion about, is the fact that they're kind of right. Mm. In the sense that if it's not being taught as a sort of like, look at what the Aztecs were doing, or look at what these Yoruba people believe. Right. If it's being taught as, let's all embrace this, then, yeah, that doesn't belong in the curriculum. Yeah, I mean, 
even if these guys are suing because they want Christian supremacy and white supremacy and they're being, they're probably what they're really trying to do is just take down the concept of an ethnic studies curriculum. That's probably the target, but the argument is there shouldn't be this religious thing happening in the schools. Right. Which is incredibly ironic coming from them because as, yeah. as long as it's Christian, they'd be fine with it. Like yeah. You, it, yeah. You guarantee, I guarantee you they would, they would throw all of their support behind the Christian coach who's praying out on the, on the football field. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, does it, does it make, is it different if it's a dead religion? Yeah. If, if, if there's no risk of essentially people in the classroom now like being, becoming indoctrinated in the, the, the Aztec religion right, right. or the, the Aruba native religion. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like it, it, it feels pretty harmless to me as a classroom exercise. Yeah. Um, but I see, I do see your point. Like if, if our schools are secular and if if this was something where it's like, hey, try these affirmations, because affirmations are things that you say over, like yeah. you, you adopt as kind of like a, and they are meant to, they are meant to to seep you, in. They're mm-hmm. meant to yeah. to affect you. Yeah, you might wake up in the morning and and they don't read work, but they're right. but that's what they're meant to yeah. do. Yeah, exactly. If that's what's happening, I I, I agree with you. If it if on the other hand it's just hey this these are the kinds of things that they believed and yeah. this is something that they this was a saying and it and it speaks to their values and the way they saw the world I mean that's really like like you kind of have to dig into that stuff if you're going to try to understand as much as we can I agree. in ancient culture I right? agree and the you know part of the the argument that that people are making for these the inclusion of these things mm-hmm. is that you know it makes people of west african descent or people of you know latino chicano descent or whatever feel enfranchised feel like you know their people are also being represented in schools mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. and I understand all of that but there's no reason why you can't do that without these little affirmations. These specific, like... I agree with you. It is a ridiculous thing to raise a fuss about. Yeah. And I think it, it actually it tips their hand a little bit yeah. that they don't care about this. Right. This isn't what they care about. Right. They're just trying to poke holes in something that they find objectionable, but that they can't find a legal way to say, hey... I don't want white kids learning about other cultures. Right. Because <laughs> our culture is the right culture. Right. And you need to be forcing it onto the, you know, these other students rather than right. allowing, not forcing, but allowing white students to learn about multiculturalism in any sort of way. Yeah. Ethnic studies, ethnicity. Mm. It's just, you know, it's. I guess part of the thing that worries me, I don't like it. You know, when a, when a thing like this pops up and there's very clearly a still an us against them mm-hmm. vibe mm-hmm. to the story, it's very easy to just take the oppositional position mm-hmm. to the assholes. Mm-hmm. They're very clearly assholes. Yeah. Nobody's going to, you know, I'm not going to argue against that. But I do think that it's very important that we 
check ourselves mm-hmm. uh, and that we don't participate in hypocrisy mm-hmm. the way we know that they would. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have no problem with like religious crap being pulled out of the schools, clearly. Yeah. Right. Like, of course, get it out. Um, having but more religious context crap- would be would be helpful. Yeah. But this. but I mean, I'm fine with them teaching about world religions mm, yeah. in school, including Christianity. Fine. Teach about Christianity. You it's not like it I mean it like seems we superfluous. Need to learn about right Christianity. Yeah. I mean we don't. And the, it's the it, problem is to some extent it's like it's like saying, well, we've got this ethnic studies class. When are they gonna learn about American white kids, right? White people. And it's like, well, they're already in the middle of that. They don't need to learn that. Yeah. Well, and if they were willing to teach Christianity in the same shallow and, uh, lack of sensitivities or uh-huh. way that they're, that they're handling probably other world religions. Or if they uh, were willing to use the same <laughs> kinds of language, I, you know, if, yeah, if they were willing exactly. to say, you know, well, these primitive people mm-hmm. in the Middle East, uh, they, you know, they had a lot of fears while they were there, and they would pray to their God. Uh, and then, you know, this man came along, and he claimed to be the son of their God, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, and that was very important to them. Yeah, uh, and they broke off from this other religion because they liked this guy. If they were to talk in sort of mythological terms about it right. the way in the in the condescending way that they will right. talk about you know Zeus and and uh Horus and whatever that'd be great <laughs> yeah. I I would be fine with that yeah um they won't they won't they yeah. won't I guess I guess the trick for me is that I do see our side sometimes gleefully participating in every bit as a hypocritical a position Mm. as they as that side is willing to do and i think we need to be better than that mm. i think they need to be better than that too but they won't be right and and they're not going to listen to me and yeah they won't root out their hypocrisy no no um but whereas we, I, I i i hear your point yeah the, that it's if there's if there's somebody on the other side right conservative group making an argument kind of along these lines, we should be intellectually honest and open enough to be like, Oh, well, wait a second. Their motives might be wrong, but the end result we should be fine with. Yeah. And, and it's hard though, in an ethnic studies sort of context, right? Like, well, but you don't want to, yeah, you know, it's tricky. Uh, and I, you know, I, I assume that the, that the teachers that teach this will still talk about, you know, Aztec gods and will still, mm-hmm. will still touch on, you know, West African religion. Uh, they just won't have, they won't, they won't have the kids chant something or whatever it is that they were having them do as a, a you know, as a demonstration. Right. Okay. And I'm fine with that. You know, I'm also fine with yeah, it was it again, there are other things that are silly, you know, when when Christian parents raise a huge fuss about their kids having to do yoga in school and it's like, <laughs> okay, now it's not yoga, it's stretching class and look, none of the things none none of the poses that they're in 
are ending the word asana anymore. Right. Are you happy now? And it yes, you're being silly, but but okay. Let's actually let's do take any religious uh stuff out of it. Yeah. I'm that's you're you're actually right. Let's bend and stretch Karen, and balance. You're right that there should be no that this shouldn't be an issue in school. So yes. And yes, the service should have been better. Karen. <laughs> yes, Karen. Anyway. You uh, are correct, Karen. Yeah. The server should have been more attentive. Well, and that's what, and that, you know what? That's maybe what's galling about it is that it sucks to say, yes, you're right. You gloriously huge asshole. You, <laughs> like I, you are the grand turd that you are. Right. So I don't like saying that you're correct on this, but okay. Mm. I'm giving you this one. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Because really, they're on our side on this one. You Oh, you stepped over onto our side? Okay, welcome. I assume that you'll be uh, you'll be with us for the rest of these things then. Yes? Not really on our side. No, they're not. <laughs> but they, uh, they, yeah. Anyway. Well, there you go. Uh, if you guys out there have examples of ways that our side has maybe been... Not what they could have been. Maybe mm. we could have been a less, little less hypocritical about something. You may feel free to write into us. The address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah. Hey, go to the Facebook page. Would you click on the like button? It's it's TGI. What is it? It's facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, you can do so. Go to thankgodimatheist.com slash members-only, and then there's links to yeah. go to the You can go to the Discord, places. you can go to the Facebook yeah, group. It's, it, it's fantastic. Hey, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnson for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you friends for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks. Bye-bye. 